welcome. Come and have a slice of fresh bread. Fresh Bread is a podcast developed to share the Word of God, reflecting in small nuggets of time the deep truths that will bring courage to our soul, to our spirit, and to our minds. Come dine. Come partake. Come be blessed. This is Fresh Bread. I am your host, Ricardo Henry. Let's step in. Let's break bread together. In our previous podcast, we talked about God being holy. Now we must also see that we who are the called of God ought also to be holy. So in first Peter five sorry, first Peter one we read Be holy for I am holy. First Peter one verse sixteen Be ye holy for I am holy. Where does that come from? It comes from Leviticus nineteen and verse 2 and it's repeated in Leviticus 20 and Leviticus 21 and uh, mentioned in Exodus 19 so a number of places uh, Leviticus 19 2 and a few verses from there says speak to the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them ye shall be holy for I the Lord your God am holy Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. Verse 26. Ye shall be holy to me, for I the Lord am holy, and have separated you from the peoples that ye shall be mine. Verse 6 says, And ye shall be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that ye shall speak to the people of Israel. Since it is written, Ye shall be holy, for I am holy. That is a repeat of the First Peter 1 verse 16 passage. So what is this holiness all about? We said that that being holy or God being holy means that there is no other like him that he is unique. He stands apart from the rest of the world. He stands apart from created things. He stands apart from the things that are worshipped as God. He stands apart from the philosophies of the world and the measure by which Godship or Godhood or a God is measured. The living God, Elohim, is the standard because God is holy. He is the standard against which everything else is measured. And how do we know this? Because of how this passage comes 
calls us. Leviticus 19 verse 2 says, Speak to the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, verse 7, and be holy, for I am um, the Lord. Verse 26. Ye shall be holy to me, for I the Lord am holy and have separated you from the peoples that you should be mine. In other words, as the people who are called out by God, who are separated Separated, which is what holiness means to be separated from the systems, from the kinds, from the philosophies that guide a particular way of living to follow this particular way of living, which is living in the principles of the kingdom of God. Holy people live in kingdom purity holy people live in kingdom purity holy people live kingdom life so he says come out from among them and be separate but what's happening with us as, as children of god is that uh, we have been trying to sanitize the world so we can cohabit when God is saying no no not their way not our way my way that's how Jesus comes and he says I am the way the truth and the life so are you saying that uh, that uh, that the fun that I am not having or the fun that I should be having should be according to the dictates of God, that that is not one thing that God puts under my control, that I cannot dictate what, what, what is fun. Uh, what I'm saying is that whatever we engage as people of the kingdom ought to be measured, ought to be weighed by the principles of the kingdom in other words we we can't call fun and enjoyment or claim that we are not having fun or enjoyment when we are weighing fun and enjoyment by what the world says is fun and enjoyment when the word of god is saying the kingdom of heaven is neither meat nor drink but righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost and when we put it in perspective we understand that God is not saying we cannot have meat and we cannot have drink for we see the very first thing that is recorded that Jesus did miraculously in the Gospel of St. John is he turns water into wine. Now we can have all kinds of discussion about whether or not it was real wine and whether it was alcoholic uh, or not and, and those kinds of things. Doesn't matter. He's not saying we can't have meat. He's not saying we cannot we cannot have we cannot have drink we see peter going up on top of the roof having a vision when god is sending him to be a witness uh, to the nations of the world and he is limiting himself to those who are jewish and god gives him a vision says to him kill and eat and then we see the transformation that comes when he separates 
separates himself from the one world way of thinking to kingdom of God thinking and he turns around and he says to them God has told me not to call any man or anything unclean because it is holy unto the Lord to so come out from among them be separate touch not the unclean thing and i will receive you it is not the standard by which the others and the world weighs it we get caught up into that and believe that because um i i it, it my way the jesus way separates me from the things that my friends do i am missing out and we try to reorder the scripture we try to reorder the christian life so we can fit in when really and truly what holiness means is standing out doesn't necessarily mean weird but sometimes you will be weird when what has become normal which is really what is weird it is weird when you are going to take your your swim clothes from the beach from the place of swimming into the street that is what is weird but somehow we have a reconfigured what is weird and called it normal and when we are saying when i walk in the street i must dress a certain way uh we we now have turned that and called that dressing a certain way weird because the world has redefined what fashion is the world has redefined what is appropriate oh we don't speak about appropriate behavior we speak about what is acceptable behavior we speak about what is fun we we, we speak about uh, uh, what is good and happy and and we're seeking after happiness rather than seeking after joy and after we've had the happiness we have a hangover after we've had the happiness uh, we we are worried about uh, uh, what we might have contracted after we have the happiness we have the costume hung up what next waiting for next year you can't wear it next year because it's gonna be stale you need a new one rather than seeking for the joy of the lord which says to me i have learned in whatsoever state i am therewith to be con content seeking first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and then finding that all these things will be added unto me what is holiness not what is not what is the definition given even by the church holiness is a living kingdom life a separate kind of life in which my will is subjugated or subjected or submitted to the lordship of jesus christ living according to the kingdom we can't sanitize the world and then and import their truth into into zion it doesn't work like that that which is truth is what God says so they so the devil says to Adam and Eve hast God said and Eve's response really should have been yes God has said but instead of saying 
to the devil like Jesus said. You remember when the devil tested him and, uh, and said, it is written. Uh, it was the same kind of question in uh, 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 an AD world that uh, the devil, that the serpent, the Hasatan had come to ask Jesus. It is written. And Jesus turned around and said, if you got the first Adam to respond to you as a question to your question I will respond to you with a statement it is written man shall not live by bread alone it is written you shall not put the Lord your God to the test we're importing truths from the world and we're calling it God we are philosophizing and, uh, and, and using contemporary lens to look at uh, the, the, the age-old truths. And God is saying, that's not me. We're calling it God. But God is saying, that's not me. And he's saying, be holy as I am holy. So I want to call you, pick a side. Pick a side. You cannot serve God and mammon. We cannot serve God and mammon. Psalm 24 says, Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Prior to that, before the lifting up of the head, he says, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart so we weigh every action that we involve ourselves in we weigh every thought that we fit and we filter through our mind through our holiness in Christ on another platform I shared about the fact that um, even our very engaging in relationships must be weighed by our holiness in Christ. Our call to separated living measured by the holiness of God, the standard of God in Christ through whom we live, through whom we breathe, through whom we have our being, in whose image we are created and made. It is not by our inner voice. It is not by church's standards. It's not by the world's philosophies and standards. Did I say that it's not by our inner voice? It is not by our inner voice. It is by the word of God. Revelation 3 verse 18 says, Buy of me food tried in the fire that thou might eat and be rich what kind of food are we eating we're saying that we have sumptuous meals and and we are having uh, good consumption but it has not been tried by fire jesus says in the revelation 
the uh, revelation uh, or apocalypse means revealing revealing what revealing who revealing christ if you want to know and understand who christ really is and what the standards of the kingdom are you have to read and understand revelation not in um in in the uh, apocalyptic sense that we that we that we uh that we project the images of the story onto the happenings of now i'm not saying that it's not applicable but what i'm saying is we must first understand it in its original uh, uh presentation that in the text itself it presents christ and who christ is and and and, and a clear understanding of how god is working his salvation from genesis to revelation what is it all about revealing christ as the sacrifice messiah he is the one who comes to pull our lives together and so if everything else that we do is not lining up with messiah if everything else that we are engaging in is outside of kingdom principles and kingdom and, and, and kingdom living then it is amartia it is sin it is uh we are not living the separated life we are not being holy so dancing for example is not wrong but gyrating is in as much as it mimics an intimate exchange which by virtue of being intimate is meant to be private so when you take that private activity and you take it onto uh, into a public stage then you have made mockery or irreverent or unsacred unholy the thing which is holy notice the bible says that marriage is honorable and the bed is undefiled so when you take the holy thing and you bring it into public um you have desecrated it and that is not in accordance with the holiness to which we are called take the limits off stop being uh chained by having to live up to the quote-unquote freedom that the world supposedly gives when really and truly it is chaining your soul for there is no end where is the bottom line where can we draw the line where is the plumb line is there no limit to the things that we can do or do we self-define if we defined who God is he is our creation and not the sovereign God of the universe and that's the problem that we have we're trying to define who God is without realizing that when we define who God is then the God that we define is a God that is limited by what we know by what we understand by what the philosophy and figments of our imagination and he is not the sovereign God of the universe who has no limits who cannot be defined and can only be known by how he reveals himself pick aside be holy god says as i am holy
and worldly pleasures all forsaken take me Jesus take me now I surrender I surrender I surrender perhaps it is time to reflect on the standard that you've been living by whose way have you been following you the professed believer who has fallen to fear you the one who has confessed Christ but fall back when the others try to define what is the good way what's the happy way and for not wanting to stand out you choose to stand in Standing for Christ is not simply about not being engaged socially with those who are around you. For how else can you bring influence? How else can you affect their way of thinking? But notice when Jesus fellowshiped with unbelievers, where the center of influence was, where was the the, the pivot of influence where was the fulcrum that swayed the balance of relationship he spoke to the woman at the well and while she brought alluring questions he redirected her to where real deliverance was in her surrender it's the same for you my friend it is when we surrender to Christ, when we surrender to the Lordship of God. I'm not, I'm not calling you to, to follow the traditional teachings of a congregation or denomination. We're able to read the word and sift through and hear the voice of God. Not by the color, not by the filter, not by the lens that we place upon it, but the truth, the bare truth from the word of God. Very often, if the world is comfortable with it, it does not bear truth of God. For Jesus says, I come to bring a sword and I come to separate one from the other. Because how can two walk together except they agree? Your godly influence must come out ahead. Otherwise, you're in the wrong company. But may I call you to stand in the strength of God. Not necessarily to forsake your friends or your associations 
but to shift the fulcrum, shift the pivot, shift the influence. And if you cannot shift, then you must shift. Find yourself in the secret place of the Most High so that He can become the influence. Father, I lift up before you my brother, my sister, who is listening to this weighing how to stand for you. The deepest desires, O oh God, to be holy in a contemporary world, relevant to God at a time when many people are turning away from that which is Christian. Some are even withdrawing themselves from religion, claiming to be atheistic, ruling themselves when the very moral decisions that they make is based in the cultural understanding which established itself in Judeo-Christian truths. The framework, the moral framework from which they even challenge the very Christian thought by drawing on philosophies of other worlds based on what they've read or time spent in other cultures. The very basis of their moral thinking and the moral framework from which they reject Christ is Christian. God, I pray that you might help us to understand that the gospel is simple and truth is this. The conclusion of the whole matter is to fear God and to keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. Help us to always turn to you so that you may speak truth to us, bringing clarity to our minds and bringing wholeness to our spirits. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, favorite, follow, share, so that others can participate in the blessing. Thanks for being a part of this ministry in the word. Leave us a voice message with your feedback on how this is a blessing to you. Let us know if we can use your voice message in a testimonial about the blessings that this podcast has been or any questions that you may have that you would want us to address podcast we're also looking for your feedback once again thanks for being a part god bless you